Welcome to Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. During today's episode, your host, Mark Friedman, may discuss specific financial planning and investment ideas that are for general information only and not intended to provide specific advice or recommendations. Please remember that investing involves risk and may include loss of principal. Always consult a certified financial planner professional, qualified attorney, or tax advisor prior to investing to determine what is appropriate for you. And now, here's the host of Dollars and Cents, Mark Friedman of Friedman Financial. Welcome back to another edition of Dollars and Cents with Friedman Financial. My name is Mark Friedman, and I'm joined by my business partner, Marion Gilman. How are you today, Marion? I'm great. How are you, Mark? I'm doing wonderfully. What a miserable, miserable 4th of July weekend it was. Well, yeah, it was really disappointing, wasn't it? For those of us who are still working, um, it was kind of crazy. All of our days off, you know, we're just... It was torrential downpours. It was just wet. Everything camp. is wet. I know. Even inside my house, it felt like clammy, you know, yeah. at times. It was just terrible. And then the day we go back to work. It's a beautiful day. It's sunshine. pool day, beach day, yeah. whatever. It's yeah. crazy. Not fair. Well, it'll all, it'll all work itself out. I remember last year, I think it was so hot, we never got any rain. And this year, we get all the rain. Yes, yes, so, yes. Yeah. It's unpredictable. Well, for those of you who have gardens, today, this year is a lush, lush year in the garden. But that also means a lot of weeds, right? It does. Yeah. Yes. If you like to weed. Does anyone like I don't to think weed? anybody likes really to weed. I'm not really sure about that. <laughs> I don't think so. Like well, you know, it's it's been very interesting. We finished the first half of 2023 with the market actually performing quite well. Yes. Um, economic outlook is relatively positive. When you think about where we've come from, um, people said, well, remember when we had COVID, this time it's different, Marion. This it's time always it's different. Isn't it? Yeah, but we seem to work our way out of everything, don't we? We certainly do. And you know, anyone who invests in the market um, has to be ready for the ups and downs of the market. That's just the way it goes. And you know, that's one reason why we always say when people want to get out uh, or try to time the market to get out and get back in again, you never know when it's going to happen. So you just have to ride it out in many cases. Yeah, you do. And I mean, this is when you invest, you're investing for the long term, but you're also planning for the long term too. Exactly. I mean, we, we think about what we're doing this weekend or what movies are playing or what we're going to do this, you know, for the month of July or even for the summer. But when you're talking about financial planning, you're not talking about three, six, 12 months out. You're talking for a long period of time. Right. You're not even talking, you know, there's a saying, or apparently there's been research that people spend more time planning a one-week vacation than they do their financial future. Oh, no, no question about it. So, yeah. And and the thing with planning for your financial future is, is that you have to continuously be adapting to the ever-changing environment that's out there, whether it's you know a family situation that you might have, a financial situation, an economic situation, weather, whatever it might be, you got to continue to keep changing. Exactly. So, you know, and, and you just adjust, you go with the flow on that. You just have to. So one of the things that we've been talking about, a lot of our clients have become more thoughtful about really trying to envision what does a successful retirement mean to them? And there was a gentleman by the name of George Kinder, who was a financial advisor for many years ago. Um, he's 
he's really been one of the um, founding fathers, if you will, of, of the financial planning discovery process is really trying to help people understand money and personalities. More holistic planning Absolutely. and lifestyle planning as opposed to just looking at um, investments. And, and, you know, he asks, there were three important questions that he asks, and we can go through that today if we want, or we can even explore some of the other, the way we've kind of adapted it as well. But it's always interesting to think that, imagine this, imagine you had all the money you ever wanted, all the money you ever wanted, whatever that is, what is all the money you ever wanted? Yeah, and, and you know, well, two things. First of all, when you have it, you will never know that you have all the money you ever wanted, right? right. I mean, it's, it's really hard to say, oh yeah, that's it, that's enough. Everybody, once they get, people will say, my goal is to get a million dollars. They get a million, now they want two million. Right, being having a million dollars, it, you're a millionaire, but does it feel like you feel like a millionaire? No. Nobody says yes. To so, that. but the thing is, is if you asked yourself the question, if you had all the money you ever wanted, whatever that is, what would you do with it? <laughs> what would you do with it? How would you use it? How would you use it? Would your life change? And it's really interesting. And I mean, I ask you as a as a listener to this uh, podcast, if you had all the money you ever wanted, what would you do with it? Would you be generous? Would you give the money away? Would you travel? Would you buy expensive things? Would you, what would you do? Everybody has a different answer to that question. That's right. And you know, although you might think you're going to do one thing, the reality could be very different if you actually have the money. Well, it, it, what we find fascinating here is there are many people who have ample dollars to support their life forever. And they say one of the things they want to do is they want to travel to Italy. They want to go to Italy for two weeks. All right. Did you buy a business class ticket? Oh, no, 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 no. That's too expensive. It's hard to change your habits. It is. So as you're, you know, as you're growing up or as you're going through life, you know, back 40 years ago or when you first start out, you know, it, let's say you're in your 60s now, 40 years ago when you first started working, you probably had no money or you had very little money. You were scraping by. And then, you know, you start to, you accumulate uh, a house and that's maybe some children along the way and you have a family to support so your money goes in one direction um all of a sudden now you know if your kids are done they're through college they're on their own now all of a sudden let's say you have all the money in the world uh you have sufficient resources and you know it that to support you and your potential spouse um long term for as long as you might live but what do you do with, what if you have additional monies? What do you do with it? Yeah, I always find it fascinating. If, if you were to tell someone that they had all the money they ever wanted, I don't know that they'd still feel that it was enough. Because <laughs> they all feel like, well, what true. if, what if I ran, you know, because I was friends what with- What if I need long-term care? Yeah, and, well, I, I was, I was uh, a friend, I'm friends with the CEO of a big company and he retired recently. And he never really thought about financial planning because at work, everything was paid for, everything was taken care of. And he just, he actually didn't even pay many expenses at all. Someone covered everything. And so we're out for dinner and he tells me, well, Mark, now I'm retired. And, and I know what you financial planners go with with your clients because I'm wondering to myself, do I have enough money? And I said to him, you have a hundred million dollars that you got as part of your buyout package from this big company. And he still doesn't feel like he has enough money because he doesn't have any sense as to how much he spends, what he'd want to spend it on. And that's part of the problem is we can say what we want, but when it actually comes to reality and you have 
funds, whether it's 500,000, 5 million or $50 million. What is it that you wanna do with it? And that is a hard thing to quantify. And some people think that financial planning is all about establishing these concrete goals. It says, well, this is what I said I'm gonna do and this is what I have to do now. Well, is that the truth, Marion? Or is that what happens? All the time. All the time. And so once you have the basics covered, all of a sudden, you know, you might have still considerable wealth. How do you use that? Your goals might be very different um, and as to how you might use it at 65 versus 45 or 25. Very different scenarios. Absolutely. So it's a moving target. Financial planning is never a one and done um, deal. It's always something that has to adjust throughout your lifetime. Yeah, that's for sure. So, you know, we're here talking about some of the important questions that this gentleman, George Kinder, who was one of the founding fathers of this profession used to share with us in as we as questions that we could ask to our clients. Another one that would come up would be, you've been told by your doctor, let's, let's assume you still have all the money you ever want. And you've been told by your doctor that you have between five and 10 years left to live. You are going to be as healthy as you are now, or if you're not feeling well right now, this is what it's going to be like for at least the next five years. And then somewhere between year five and year 10, without any hint, you're just gonna die. So now you know you got five good years ahead of you. And then the next five years, it could happen on day one into that five years or almost four years plus. Would you spend your money differently or would you do anything differently? I mean, that's a big question. What would you do? What would you do? What would you do? And Marion, what are some of the things that people talk about doing? Well, you know, there are certainly, um, Oh, experiences, I think, is one thing that they want to do with their children or with their families, where they're able, if they have significant resources, they're able to all go on some type of vacation or travel and spend time together. And I think that's very important, you know, that they actually create those memories and those experiences for the family. Yeah, it's funny when we start thinking about death, when we start thinking about an end date. All of a sudden, spending money on a lot of things isn't necessarily as important as making sure that the family is taken care of, that you make sure that you get any disagreements you might have had with people that you wanted to get, you know, to come to terms with, you want to deal with that, impacts you want to make in the community, all those come to the forefront. And you might want to just spend time with your loved ones as opposed to saying, well, you know, I want to... Um, I, I need to go work for another five years or, or 10 years or whatever it might be. That might not be the first thing that comes to your mind. Yeah, and I always find that the last and third question that he asked was, imagine you were, you know, had all the money you ever wanted um, and you went to go visit your doctor and he told you, I'm sorry, but you've got 24 hours to live. What will you regret that you never did? Right. And that's and that's important. So all of a sudden now you've got 24 hours. It's not about spending money now, is it? it? How much can you, well, some people could spend a lot, but how much could you spend? You don't need anything. Right. <laughs> right. It's, you know, it, think about that. And I, and I actually encourage people to think about those things. And we, we do. We encourage people to think about those questions and what's important to you as you're beginning to face different changes in your life, whether it's retirement, whether it's the loss of a spouse, whether it's a child that's heading off to college, whatever it is, how 
you know, money, of course, is part of everything that we do. But I think we get away from what's most important to us, making sure that we're funding and supporting a lot of those things. Correct. And, you know, the other thing, a lot of people will talk about, oh, when I win the lottery, you know, as a sort of as a joke, of course, they don't believe. Well, maybe they do believe, but the chances are they're not going to win the lottery. Um, but And that's actually, you know, that's not a bad exercise to say, what would I do if I had all these excess of funds? What would I do with it? How could I contribute? And I think one way to avoid it is say, oh my God, but the taxes I'd have to pay, you know, let's assume, let's put, put the taxes aside. You've got money. You've got $10 million in the bank, whatever it is. Money what, that you never expected. Right. You inherited it. You received it from, and, and it's really interesting. Those that have the money, and this is one of the things that we see a lot, Marion, is many of our clients that have the money are so careful with how they spend their money yet they leave an enormous amount of money to the next generation. And I usually tell people that you really want to think about how your children are going to spend that money because they may not spend that money and likely will not spend that money and make the same decisions you've made. So if there are things that you, know, you want to indulge yourself in, I always tell people to do it. If yeah. that's important, and, and I have found that the world of sentimentality has kind of gone away, hasn't it? Well, sentimentality in, uh, in, with relation to things. Right. Nobody wants the old junk anymore. You know, they don't want they you. They don't want you sterling. They don't want you china. Hummels. They don't want right hummels. They don't want any of that All stuff. Things that were so you know that everybody had to hand down. The kids, and usually the kids will tell you right away, very early on. I don't want that crap. Get right. rid of it. I don't want it. And so what's, what we also find interesting is, is that as kids inherit this money, we're seeing a lot of children, adult children that inherit this money, and they end up spending that money rather quickly. Um, oftentimes it's to help them get out of debt, to change their lifestyle, to buy things that they want. And what's really sad is in many cases, those children were making three, four, five, ten 10 times more what mom and dad were making. Yet mom and dad were able to save money. Well, those that are making an income aren't able to save it. Right. We've also seen, I mean, we have a, some clients who are very concerned about maybe one of their children. They need to leave the money because, you know, they don't handle money well and they won't have anything for their retirement. Well, you know, if they don't handle money well that they're earning, they're not going to handle the money that you leave them well either. Mm. And, and we, you It's a know, great point. Exactly. So you want to keep that in mind. And so these are all things that, th these are conversation points that we have with our clients as financial planners. They're important conversations that you should have with your spouse, with your family. But when the time is, when it's time to get serious and handle your financial situation, you know, we hope that you'll pick up the phone, send us an email, get to know us, work with us, because we, it's more about just investing the money. It's, it's more than that. Absolutely. It, you know, investing the money is really a minor component of your lifestyle and how you create that lifestyle and the money you have. Because realistically, it's much more important to handle that money well, and that's on your end, and to make those memories and do make it make money work for you. Do not work for the money. Yeah. So so take the time this summer. Really, when you when people come over, when the family's together, 
try to have some important conversations. Think about what's important to everybody when it comes to money. We'd love to have that conversation with you as well. If now is the time for you to get serious about your financial planning, give us a call, 978-531-8108. That's 978-531-8108. Or you can find us on the web, of course, FriedmanFinancial.com. That's Friedman. Two E's and a D. Financial.com. You can go to the bottom of any page, sign up for our newsletter. Or if you want to see how does Friedman Financial operate, who are the types of clients we serve, see if we are a fit for you. All of that information is there on the website. If you don't feel like going there, pick up the phone. I'm happy. And I know, Marion, you're happy as well to talk to anybody on the phone and answer any questions that might, they might have. Yep. Well, that's going to do it for us this week. We will be back again with some more dollars and cents next week. But for now, have a wonderful day. Enjoy this great weather, at least today. And let's hope the rain doesn't come back anytime soon. Have a great day, everyone. Bye-bye. Yeah, bye. -bye.